Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by the following parody sponsors. The Ruth Bader Ginsburg Too Good to Die Positive Life Force. Whatever it is that's keeping Justice Ginsburg alive is the exact opposite of whatever it is that's keeping Dick Cheney alive. The Brett Kavanaugh. I like beer! Legal Liver Foundation dedicated to making Brett Kavanaugh's liver the 10th member of the Supreme Court based on the legal theory that Brett Kavanaugh's liver weighs more than Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And the entire concept of equal justice under the law, the full weight of which currently rests on the health of a woman who weighs less than Brett Kavanaugh's liver. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices lack in volume what Ruth Bader Ginsburg lacks in body mass. Our top story this week... According to reporting from the Washington Post and New York Times, the group of young, inexperienced volunteers put together by presidential son-in-law and real-life portrait of Dorian Gray, Jared Kushner, to procure PPE and other medical equipment for the nation's healthcare system, were as corrupt as a Three Stooges villain and more inept than all Three Stooges. Multiple sources confirm bumbling ineptitude resulting from a lack of understanding about the healthcare system, supply chain logistics, and FDA regulations. In addition to incompetence, multiple complaints charge that the Kushner-led task force prioritizes, quote, VIPs, including Fox News personality Judge Janine Pirro. Barely audible whisper obtained audio of the Three Stooges-esque bumbling corruption. I can't see a thing. You knucklehead, the mask goes over your mouth, not your eyes. Ow! Knock it off, you two. I've got a hot lead on some PPE. Give me money. That's good thinking, Jared Kushner. That's why you're the brains of this operation. What's a big idea? I'm the brains and you're the not as dumb as Curly. Give me money. Yeah, you're right, Jared. I was out of line. Can you ever forgive me? Give me money. Right away. Oh! 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 oh. Shh! I think I hear the phone ringing. You don't bark at the phone, you nitwit. You answer it. Like this. Hello? 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 Give me money. Do we cheat him and how? Fox News host Judge Janine Pirro here. I need three cases of masks shipped to the hospital nearest my house, and three cases of wine shipped directly to my house. A wise guy, eh? Well, we don't do personal favors for no Trump cheerleaders. Give me money. Oh, what's a big idea, Chatterhead? Personal political favors is the whole point of this whole operation. A shipment, huh? I'll call the Navy. They'll be able to send a ship. That's good thinking. You can't send a Navy ship to my house. Oh, yeah. That'd be too suspicious. Better send a cruise ship. Yeah, they'll be out of commission for a while. A cruise ship shipment sounds ship shape. No, send the shipment in a truck. Oh, you mean a truck mint. Hey! Oh, what's the matter with you two numbskulls? You send the shipment in the truck. We just need to find a truck big enough to fit a ship inside it. I cannot believe that the Trump derangement syndrome, hysterical left-wing, lamestream media has the nerve to say our president and savior, King Trump, 
this pandemic response has been inadequate. Supposing we take two trucks and tie them together. Or corrupt. Give me money. Or in any way, inept, incompetent, or mismanaged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come here, you. Wise guy. Why, yeah, you ought to. I'm not drunk enough for this. Oh, 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 oh. oh. oh yeah. <sighs> Something got in my throat. Was it a curly hair? Oh. Consider the following timeline of events. Arizona Governor, Republican Doug Ducey, announces that based on modeling from experts at Arizona universities, his state cannot reopen until mid to late May. Then, five days later, after intense backlash from his fellow Republicans and a visit from President Trump, Governor Ducey announces that he's reopening the state right away and suspending the modeling being done by university experts. The governor claims that his decision to reopen Arizona ahead of his own scheduled timeline is based on new information he received from more accurate models produced by FEMA. He also insists that the new and improved FEMA projection models cannot be made publicly available. Begging the question, what the fuck? In an effort to find out what the fuck, Barely Audible Whisper turns to our what the fuck correspondent for a segment we're calling what the fuck. What the fuck indeed? The governor of Arizona basically just announced. Hey, you know how five days ago I said it wasn't safe to reopen the state until mid-May at the earliest? <laughs> Funny story. Turns out it's totally safe right now. You see, I got these very sciencey projections from FEMA, and according to their very sciencey science, there won't be any extra infections if we open ahead of schedule. How is that possible? I'm no scientist, but as I understand it, when you look at the graph, the lines going up is bad, but the lines going down is good. And sciencey FEMA graph shows good lines, unlike the scientist's graph, which shows the bad lines, which is why I fired them. You mentioned lines on a graph, but you didn't show us the graph. What about the FEMA projection model you seem to be basing your entire decision on? I can't show you that. You see, sciencey stuff is very superstitious, so if I show you the science, then it might not come true. To be fair to Governor Ducey, he did not actually justify not releasing the FEMA model because of superstition. Because he never bothered to justify it at all. You just can't see it, but it says what I say it says. So why do you need to see what it says when I can just tell you what it says and then not let you see what it says? What the fuck? The university scientists weren't fired. They just took a pause. That's Dr. Kara Christ, the director of the Arizona Department of Health Services, who literally described the firing of a university scientist as a, quote, Pause. Governor Ducey just told the scientists to take a little pause. And now that the state's reopened, they enjoy their little pause at a local mall or restaurant and just take a pause and breathe all over a bunch of people and then take a little pause and breathe all over some more people. Did I mention that Governor Ducey's decision to reopen the state ahead of his own schedule came right after he met with President Trump? As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman, because we hear he hates that. Hey, Governor Lucy Ducey. 
I call you Governor Lucy Ducey because I need you to loosen your restrictions. But Mr. President, the projection models from my university experts show that it's not safe to reopen until late May at the earliest. I'm actually already pushing it by suggesting we might reopen by May 15th. Fake news, Lucy Cigarette. This FEMA model shows that the curve goes down just like a miracle. That's just the university projection model with their lines crossed out with Sharpie and a different line scribbled in. Fake news past the duchy to the left-hand side. The crossed out part represents the miracle and the sharp down spike represents the virus disappearing just like a miracle. I've said publicly that I won't reopen my state based on quote, politics or wishful thinking or even a wing and a prayer. This is not a wing or a prayer. This is a graph and a sharpie. I just can't- You either open your state by the end of this week, or I will send a mean tweet that spells your name as Governor Douchebag. (gasps) Okay, fine, I'll do it. Unfortunately for Governor Ducey, he lacks the blindly sycophantic loyalist that allows Trump to sell transparently obvious lies about transparency. You can't see my tax returns because my administration has been so transparent that I can't show you any more things. So his transparent lies about transparency seem even more transparent. You can't see the FEMA projections because the key to good science is transparency and the FEMA models are so transparent that they're invisible. What the fuck? MSNBC's Micah Brzezinski interviewed Joe Biden last Friday, and it was the first time Biden went on the record about Tara Reid's allegations of sexual assault against him. The Morning Joe co-host did not go easy on Biden. However, that doesn't mean she did her job well. For analysis of Brzezinski's interview is the ghost of legendary Nixon interviewer David Frost. Hello, I'm the ghost of David Frost, and in 1977, I conducted one of the most compelling and groundbreaking interviews of all time. Last Friday, Mika Brzezinski did not. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Tara Reid? Brzezinski's first five questions were all yes-no, which is a terrible method if you want to get your subject talking. In lieu of a thought-provoking response, Biden simply answered no in 50 different ways. No, it's not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. Brzezinski seemed to be more concerned with her tone than with the quality of her questions. I will not be accused of going easy on you. Never let it be said that I did not stand up for women victims. Now here's my question. Are you preparing us for a complaint that might be revealed in some way? Are you confident there is nothing? What am I getting at? I don't know. But my tone is firm and severe. 
Biden seemed to be constantly reminding himself to stick to the talking points, resulting in an interview subject that resembles a Fisher-Price scene-sing. The Biden says... It is not true. It didn't happen. It, it never happened. It didn't. The 77-year-old says... It was 27 years ago. The presidential candidate trying really hard not to say anything that will bite him in the ass later says... To the best of my knowledge, there have been no complaints about me. Those statements cover a good half of what Biden had to say over and over again. So let's move on to the other half. Things got a little interesting, but not in a good way, when Brzezinski attempted to force Biden to contradict his comments during Kavanaugh's hearing and Dr. Blase Ford's testimony. You said that all women should be believed all the time. I never said that. I said that a woman's claims should be taken seriously and investigated. The truth matters. And in this case, the truth is that it did not happen. Are you saying you feel differently now? Do you regret what you said during the Kavanaugh hearings? I guess I'll just say the same answer again. Are women to be believed unless it pertains to you? I don't know what else I can say to you. Well, I'm gonna try to ask many different ways. It's one thing to try a variety of tactics when you don't get the answer you're looking for, but you're not supposed to tell the subject that's your strategy. The interview subject caught in a loop says... It is not true. It didn't happen. It never happened. It didn't. Brzezinski also got caught in a questioning loop when it came to Biden's 1,800 boxes of documents from his time as a senator that are housed at the University of Delaware. Why not strive for complete transparency? Why was the access to those documents sealed up when they were supposed to be revealed? Because I'm running for office, and there are a million things in there that could be used out of context. Besides, an HR complaint wouldn't be in there. But if you're so sure it doesn't exist, why not allow them to be released? Other than the fact that I just answered that? Why would I include an HR complaint against me in my personal archive? Why not allow a search for Tara Reed's name in those files? Other than the fact that it's a logistical nightmare? Who does the search? It's not my job to think through logistics. It's my job to get you to commit on air to allowing such a search because that'd be really great for my ratings. Yeah, you're, you're not getting that commitment. So I'm just going to act like I'm considering it, yet flustered. Perhaps I'm being too hard on Brzezinski, however. At least when Biden has an interview on a sensitive topic with an extremely biased news network, he allows tough questions. If MSNBC had given him the Fox News treatment... Would you please go on the record with the American people? How big of a liar is Tara Reid? She's the biggest liar. Wouldn't you say this is all part of a Bernie Sanders conspiracy to undo the results of the primary election? Obviously. I have no further questions, and I can't wait for you to be president. 
That was easy. And at least Biden maintains some level of poise while answering. Whereas Donald Trump wouldn't last a full minute with Brzezinski. As always, our Trump impersonator is still a woman because we hear he still hates that. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Samantha Holvey or Jessica Leeds or Kristen Anderson? No. I didn't. Stop that. Fake news. Or Mariah Beato. When you're famous, they let you do it. So it's consent. Very big consent. You're being a very nasty woman, Mika. Or Tisha Dixon. Nobody has ever been treated as poorly as you're treating me. I'd like to take a question from OAN. Shut up, Mika. I'm a man. You're supposed to stop talking and listen to me. Or Nini Lakesonen. You're clearly bleeding out of your way. Or Summer Servos. Very nasty and unfair. Or Alva Johnson. If you don't stop talking, I'll grab you by the pussy. Or your ex-wife. I will. I swear to God, Mika. Mark Newman, the CEO of a technology company in Utah called Nomi, led a noble-sounding effort of Utah-based technology companies, referred to as the Silicon Slope, to provide coronavirus tests and med packs throughout the state. According to the plan, not only would the testing be free to Utah residents, but the service would be free to the state of Utah, as technology companies themselves would incur all of the costs. That's the kind of news story that America needs right now. A small group of large corporations banding together to put people over profits in this it time It turns of... out, however... Damn it! Why does it always have to turn out, however? The Salt Lake City Tribune uncovered the fact that Nomi's supposedly free service somehow morphed into a $5 million no-bid contract, and the so-called med packs were just doses of hydrochloroquine, which, as it turns out... Again, with the it turns out... ...are manufactured by a company that Mr. Newman failed to disclose he sits on the board of directors of. Barely Audible Whisper took a deeper look at this story, which it turns out turns out even worse. The phrase Silicon Slope refers to Utah's technology industry. The phrase, which plays on California's Silicon Valley, with a nod to Utah's mountainous slopes, became popular amongst locals because people in Utah are notoriously not funny. <laughs> Silicon Slope, get it? It's like Silicon Valley, but slope because of the mountains. <laughs> ha. We have fun. We have fun here. We have fun. That was Mark Newman, the CEO of Nomi, the Silicon Slope, <laughs> Slope. <laughs> company that first proposed that Utah's technology corporations, none of which know anything about healthcare, medicine, or laboratory testing, supply their state with coronavirus testing free of charge. We're not doctors. That's a direct quote from a virtual town hall in which Mr. Newman actually bragged about the fact that three weeks ago he knew nothing about testing and then complained about the actual doctors who were pushing back on his lack of experience with the following verbatim statement that is equal parts arrogant and not funny. The difference between God and doctors is that God generally doesn't think he's a doctor. Not surprisingly. You get it? <laughs> Not surprisingly, the tests produced by the CEO, who thinks he's a doctor, failed. 
A pandemic is not a time for amateurs to learn. That's an actual quote from an actual doctor who knows they're a doctor. The tests provided by Silicon Slope, <laughs> Slope produce results that are radically inconsistent with the results produced by the rest of the more rigorously scientific testing methods done throughout the rest of the state. But that, that's, that, that's because we tested different people than you tested, and different people give different results because of the differences. That's not even remotely close to how anything works. And yet, that really is their essential argument. Because if you test an apple, and I test an orange, and then somebody else tests an, a kumquat, and oranges are less likely to have coronavirus than kumquats. A pandemic is not a time for amateurs to learn. Stupid doctors thinking they know about doctor stuff just because they're doctors. Meanwhile, the charitable donation somehow morphed into a lucrative, no-bid contract with the state, a magical transformation that Newman explained, quote, As you can imagine, in the first few weeks of the crisis, response was fast-moving and chaotic across the state. In other words... I don't know how we made all this money. Uh, everything was just so hectic with the oranges and the kumquats. Oh, and the $5 million. Unfortunately, as of this recording, nobody knows exactly how the supposed donation became a profit-making enterprise because state legislatures have been blocked from reviewing the process. Three weeks ago, I didn't know anything about medical tests or charitable donations. But what I've learned is that doctors are stupid. And nonprofits are incredibly profitable. We do know that among the multiple multi-million dollar no-bid contracts Mr. Newman's company received was a lucrative deal to distribute the Trump-promoted snake oil drug hydroxychloroquine. The differences between snake oil and real medicine is that snake oil doesn't think it's God. And we also know that Mr. Newman failed to disclose that he sits on the board of a company that manufactures hydroxychloroquine. Do I have to disclose every little thing to the state? It's not like Utah's my doctor. And to make things even worse, Mr. Newman was also awarded lucrative testing contracts in Nebraska and Iowa. We've got a lot of meat packing plants in our state, which has caused a serious spike in our infection numbers. So we figure the best way to get those numbers to come down is to spend a lot of money on unreliable tests. A pandemic is not a time for Republicans to govern. Yeah, well, you run a state full of dummies. Stop governoring. Do you guys know that kumquats can't get corona? Health officials in Washington State's Walla Walla County have walked back a claim that young people were having, quote, COVID-19 parties as part of a deliberate attempt to contract the virus and build immunity. We would like to amend our previous statement regarding the stupidity of irresponsibly large gatherings of young people in which many people contracted coronavirus. We had originally believed they were being so stupid and irresponsible that they were deliberately trying to contract coronavirus. We now believe 
that they were merely being stupid and irresponsible enough to put themselves at risk to contract coronavirus. We apologize for our stupid and irresponsible statement regarding these stupid and irresponsible young people. Accuracy is important, but it still seems odd that the county health officials would go out of their way to distinguish between varying degrees of irresponsible stupidity. For more on the Walla Walla County scale of relative stupidity, Barely Audible Whisper filed the following stupid report. Walla Walla County has been particularly sensitive to issues regarding stupidity and irresponsibility ever since the success of the stupid 1958 hit song, Ooh Ee, Ooh Ah Ah, Ting Tang, Walla Walla Bing Bang, Ooh Ee. Hello, I'm reporting to you from Ooh Ee, Ooh Ah Ah, Ting Tang, Walla Walla, Bing Bang County. Unfortunately, the hit song simplified the already stupid-sounding name of Walla Walla County, which caused a severe uptick in people making fun of how stupid the name Walla Walla sounds in modern English, which is irresponsible because the name Walla Walla derives from a Native American tribe who once called Walla Walla County home. Ooh, ee, ooh. Oh, oh shit, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. Walla Walla County has remained vigilant in our classifications of relative levels of stupidity and irresponsibility ever since. Hello, I am reporting to you from Walla Walla County, Washington, and there is nothing funny about that. (coughs) I totally can't believe I got sick. Like, all I did was go to a party or whatever. What made you decide to make this stupid and irresponsible, but relatively less stupid and irresponsible than trying to contract the virus on purpose decision to go to a party, you dummy? I, I am not a dummy. I didn't contract the virus on purpose. <laughs> That's technically accurate. The moniker of dummy has very specific usages as laid out in the 1959 Walla Walla County Walla Walla Bing Bang Ordinance. I thought my positive energy would protect me. (laughs) Can I call her a dummy yet? What's up, Skylar? I heard you weren't feeling good, so I brought a joint for us to smoke together. If you smoke a joint with someone who has the virus, you'll get the virus, you idiot. I am not an idiot. I'm not trying to contract the virus on purpose. I just want to smoke a J with my girl, Skylar. It's called freedom. The act of smoking a joint will inevitably cause you to share her saliva, which will have the consequence of infecting you with coronavirus. You can't know that. Nobody can predict the future. I can. (laughs) Oh, except for Skylar, because she's psycho. I'm sorry, kids, but I can't let you smoke a joint together. The odds are too skewed against you to consider this a simple case of stupid irresponsibility. It's therefore my responsibility to consider this egregious act of stupid irresponsibility, both stupid and irresponsible enough to constitute getting the virus on purpose levels of stupid and irresponsible. I still don't get this graduated scale of stupidity. 
Think of it in terms of voting for Donald Trump. Going to a party during this pandemic is like voting for Trump in 2016. The horrible consequences of that decision should have seemed obvious at the time, but human short-sightedness sometimes causes people to underestimate the future danger of their present decision. Getting infected on purpose is like having lived through the entire Trump presidency and still choosing to vote for Donald Trump in 2020. That's the news from Walla Walla, where with all due respect to the native people of Walla Walla, I'm obligated out of all due disrespect for the stupid white people who live here now to sign off by saying, ooh ee, ooh ah ah, ting ting, Walla Walla bing bang, ooh ee. I am so sorry. Fancy Air Show Division of the United States Air Force has been engaged in stunt flying missions across America as a result of President Trump's $60,000 an hour tribute to America's healthcare heroes. The Air Force Thunderbird and Blue Angels flyovers are admittedly neat. However, critics contend that the multi-million dollar spectacle is a hollow tribute to the healthcare workers, arguing that the money might be better spent on PPE and other life-saving resources instead of a neat show. Here to explain why a potentially morale-boosting neat show that seems to celebrate a premature victory over an ongoing pandemic is more beneficial to healthcare workers than life-saving equipment and the continuance of sensible stay-at-home provisions that prevent medical facilities from being overrun is barely audible whisper, neat show correspondent, and chronically unemployed, frustrated aging actress Mitzi von Hammerschmidt. I am Mitzi von Hammerschmidt, and I proclaim that the marvelous spectacle of synchronized light has caused the human spirit to soar higher than the requisite six feet of social distancing. For the human spirit is not measured by social distance, but by the social consciousness that destroys spiritual distances. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess it was pretty neat. Neat! The app that allows my show-stopping performance of Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy to be experienced in veterans' hospitals via Zoom is neat. The brightly painted repurposed war machines are neat. But not unlike my rendition of Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, the death Flying choreography of artfully arranged aviation creates an exuberant experience of exhilarating excitement. Like I said, it was neat, but like, I still have to use the same PPE mask throughout my entire shift. I once played Antigone in an authentic recreation of the original Greek tragedy, and I refused to take my mask off for any reason for six months. Yeah, it's not at all the same thing. Do you realize how many people broke social distancing protocols to gather in large groups to watch the flyover? Sadly, many more than came to see me as Antigone. I wore the mask for five and a half 
months after the show was cancelled, following my brilliant opening night performance to an empty theater. A tribute to healthcare workers that actually makes our lives harder by increasing our already overburdened caseload seems counterproductive. Like all great art, it is interwoven with delicious layers of irony. The price of one flyover could buy thousands of desperately needed N95 masks. A mask is not merely bought. It must be inhabited. I don't think we're talking about the same kind of mask. One must not simply wear the mask. One must become one with the one whom the mask represents. Until the transformative oneness is so complete that one cannot distinguish between one behind the mask and the one who is the mask. This is about more than just masks. Finally, someone who understands. The mask is merely the beginning of the transformation from mortal into goddess, from human into artiste, from war plane into aviation ballerina. Aviation ballerina? The Blue Angels performed their great aviation ballet across the blank canvas of blue sky like the rockets armed with rockets. What they do is undeniably impressive. And the rockets red glass. The but, 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 but. As a doctor, I can tell you that the work they're celebrating is not finished. And the money they're spending to symbolically thank nurses could be better spent actually helping us. They created a heroic aesthetic out of thin air. In mid-air. With the artistic air of the Bolshoi ballet. And the disciplined precision of warriors. What more do you want? Mask, uh, gowns, oh, swabs. Uh, there aren't nearly enough tests. They feel like tests, but they're called auditions. And you're right. There are it just seems like, at worst, we're being used as a cheap publicity stunt to serve the president's political campaign. Tell me about it. I was a paid actress at the Trump Tower rally where Donald Trump announced his presidential campaign. In an inspired moment of genius, I expressed the naive political aspiration of a dim-witted political supporter of this novice politician, and I began to chant, Trump! 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 My chant became the cornerstone of his political movement, and I haven't been paid a single royalty. And at best, it's a well-intentioned, empty gesture being overhyped by people who don't appreciate what real healthcare professionals are really going through. How dare 
you with this shocking bit, but I don't understand the plight of healthcare professionals. I'll have you know that I once pended a chart to George Clooney on an episode of the ER. Whatever. I've got to get back to work. Have fun at your little air show. Does that Antigone mask you're rambling on about have a particle filter? Because if so, I would love to borrow it. For barely article wits, but I'm Mitzi Von Hamish Itzing. He makes the company jump when he plays revelry. He's the boogie-woogie bugle boy of company B. A Juliana toot, he blows it into the bar in buggy rhythm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper, made possible by the following people writer, co host, and producer Dave Baldwin. Co-host and actress Molly Brown, writer and actor Daniel Carter Brown, actors Michael Morgan, Corey Burns, Ellie Glonick, and Emily Sams Brown. Please check out our website, barelyaudiblewhisper.com. Follow us on our social media and tell all your friends. We appreciate your support. (laughs) 